Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. On this episode, we will talk about the Monday show, Introducing Childish, and the Thursday show, Ziplining, TV show hosting, Wolf Conservatories. But first, how the fuck are you, little Rafi? Oh, you know, just <laughs> a ball of positivity, as always. The usual uh, glass half full type of <laughs> life right now exactly glass half full of henny uh how are you doing lisa uh, i think we're sharing the same glass that's half empty <laughs> right now <laughs> which is probably not good uh eh, good and not gr- not great but fine getting better how's that i mean that's all we can hope for yes uh i haven't jumped off a cliff yet so that's um a good sign uh, well, if you do, just uh, bring your broomstick. You'll be fine. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say my barrel with uh, suspenders. Because <laughs> I like old shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Let's, uh, I'm going to do call outs first because I want to get the negativity out of the way because I'm then we'll go on to shout outs. How's that sound? Do you have any call outs at all? Actually, I do. But. I said, yeah, I'll go first because okay. you're going to take a while. <laughs> uh, first of all, a call out to Nina Hartley. She thinks that she can just comment on Twitter that she's going to, you know, uh, challenge me to a Seinfeld trivia duel. And uh, I, I don't take these kinds of internet threats lightly. Uh, so anytime nina you you name the time and the place and i'll drop you like a bag of dirt <laughs> i am so excited about this <laughs> this is so great i can if i can not participate i'll be the moderator i can come up with something i think it'd be really fun to do on the show fun for who i don't know you nina and me <laughs> And maybe the two other people that like Seinfeld out there. Yeah, I was going to, like I like I uh, mentioned on Twitter, I think me, you, and uh, Nina and Brittany have to have some kind of competition because what's more fun than listening to four people talk about trivia? Nothing. Exactly. It will be like our highest rated episode, most listened to. <laughs> Yeah. People are going to tune in for that. Yeah. I'm 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 excited about that. Obviously. I could talk about Seinfeld all day. How about my call out? I guess my only one is for my piece of shit neighbor who is just getting worse and worse. It's not just Trainwreck anymore. It's also Debbie Downer his fucking stupid wife. Heads in the sand, worst parents, worst neighbors. Fuck you. I'm not going to go into all the story, but I just want to call it out into the universe cuz I fucking hate you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as someone who uh, knows some of the behind-the-scenes details going on in your real life, uh, I have to say, yeah, uh, she's a fucking cunt. Uh, her idiot husband is a stupid piece of shit, and uh, I wish them both uh, very bad things, like 
uh, Friends reruns just constantly on their TV. <laughs> That's the worst thing you can think of. <laughs> well, you know, I can think of worse, but seeing as how this is recorded and who knows what kind of people these are. If, They're you know, greasy. Bad word, They're fucking if greasy. If something bad were to happen, you know, it could, it could all come back to me. So I hope uh, the Big Bang Theory... Uh, DVD <laughs> box set gets stuck in your DVD player. <laughs> now that's a good one. Even though I haven't seen that show, I can imagine it's probably horrendous. Or how about the movie Sack Lunch? No, I'm just kidding. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> it would probably be more like The English Patient. But all right, all right, done with my callouts. Now for my shoutouts. Brittany, I love you. Gonna see you soon. I I bought my ticket, and if my friend Robert is listening, cover your ears. Because we're going out there possibly to surprise him. <laughs> he might not know it. Uh, but yeah, I bought my ticket today. I'm super excited at the end of February to go to Memphis. And my other shout out, since this is basically our New Year's episode, I just wanted to shout out all the people that I know I said this last week, but I still I'm so thankful to the people that come on the show with us that listen. And I just decided to go on SoundCloud and look at the, the stats just to see just in the last year how many listens we had. And we had over 6,800 listens just for this year. And I think that's pretty awesome. And that's just SoundCloud, not in- including iTunes. And every single time someone did that, that's I'm thankful for each one of those times. It's not about getting ratings, but it's just that People are listening, and I love doing this. It's so much fun. Wow. Uh, that's a lot more than I would have... Uh expected shout out to all the people that listen all the people that interact with us whether it's on twitter or the facebook group shout out to nina hartley because i am very excited about this uh seinfeld thing shout out to Brittany, and uh i hope you guys have fun in memphis tennessee shout out to megan and trice they will be seeing each other here very shortly because megan is uh having a super secret thing she's doing oh. actually i don't think it's that secret but she's going up to the sack town uh have fun at the strip clubs out there ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> and um oh yeah and shout out to lauren uh kelly and kelly kelly and uh oh uh, uh leanne because i'm enjoying reading her uh little updates uh with her and her child christmas thing you know what i mean i do i like that she's keeping us apprised of all of the things that she's going through and i i am so excited for her it sounds like it's been a real positive experience for her and what a lucky kid i know uh we have never met leanne but we're all dying too and this kid just gets to hang out with leanne like all the time yeah soup's jealous i know don't worry we're, we're gonna rent that uh actually let's just steal my neighbor's stupid fucking trick uh i thought sorry we're doing shout outs getting back to the positive yes we're gonna rent uh one of those whatever those things are called <laughs> trailer <laughs> and go on An our rv thank you that and we're gonna go on our trip <sighs> yeah uh well so not only is uh this gonna be i guess our new year's episode apparently uh it's also your birthday episode is because it? uh you're celebrating it today that is true. according to you with your husband so uh i found this video on youtube let's see if it works out well it's that time of year so <laughs> from all of us here at seinfeld happy birthday for he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. Which nobody can deny. 
Kramer saying, eat a lot of cake. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was definitely worth it. Oh, yeah. If I could celebrate, I celebrate Seinfeld every day, but to celebrate my birthday that way? Yes, please. Yeah, my birthday is not for a couple of weeks, but my husband will not be here. He'll be up working his little butt off. So uh, we're celebrating today. So I get presents just days after Christmas, which is pretty cool. Oh, today is Ashley's birthday. So happy birthday to her. Oh, yeah. Shout out to her. I like that your shout outs and your call outs both included Nina. That was pretty cool. <laughs> she made it. I don't know how many people have made it. Scott Marquez, maybe? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone, uh, anyone can get it. You can be an either. You never know with me. I'm a, I'm a loose cannon, Lisa. <laughs> I got a lot of problems. Don't with you. cross me. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. <laughs> now you're going to hear I about actually, it. I actually, the whole thing that I had with my neighbor was literally the day. It started the day before Festivus, but it it just played right on through. So I feel like I finally actually celebrated Festivus. There was an Aryan of grievances and it, it was wonderful. Uh, I'm sorry, did you say Aryan? No, God damn it. Okay, I've got the giggles now. Good. I'm feeling a lot better. I, I always feel better when I'm talking to you and we're about to talk about Allison. It puts me in a better mood. Should we talk about Monday? Let's do it. All right. So she just replayed, Allison just replayed the Childish, the first episode of Childish, which I think was kind of ingenious. I find it hard to believe that any ARI YMBF listeners have not listened to Childish because we all want more Allison in our life. But to the people that have maybe been on the fence about it or kind of forgot to get it started, this is the perfect way to do it. It's, she slipped it right in there. And I think that's pretty smart. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I was a bit unhappy when i saw that it was Same. a childish uh, episode <laughs> instead of an allison show but uh, it gave me a chance to re-listen and uh are you eating snacks no oh <laughs> is there I some just hear weird cr- noise i hear crinklies <laughs> that's weird i was gonna say i hear them too so i thought it was coming oh. from your end you're like just let her sound like shit what do i care well it sounds like a yeah kind of like uh huh yeah i don't know what that is <laughs> There's a swooshing sound. Maybe it's your new um, suit. <laughs> unless it's rubbing in between my thighs. Unless you're carrying Tic Tacs in your pocket. I don't know which one. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Well, uh, whatever it is. Um, uh, I forgot what I was saying. You're um, childish. Childish bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Allison Rosen, good. Yes. You know, when I first saw Childish Crossover, I thought it was going to be an actual crossover episode sort of like a uh, new whole content or something i didn't realize it was just gonna be a, a slip of the slip of the old pod well like i like i mentioned uh when the first episode came out my complaint is that th- there's no need for a separate feed uh because they are it is just like an episode where the both of them get together and chat about their normal bullshit uh not to say that the show's bullshit but you know the usual yeah so yeah i w- it, it, i wasn't too too disappointed but I would have rather had a new episode. Same. I, but I also thought, well, we kind of already talked about this in our in our oh shit segment, but I guess we didn't go deep into. It. We just touched on some of it, basically. But they talked about getting an earworm, and that, of course, reminds me of George Costanza and his master of the house, doling out the charm, ready with a handshake and an open palm, tells us all she can, loves to make a stir. What is that Everyone song? Everyone appreciates the fun. Oh, it's from Les Miserables. 
earworm. And mine that I shared on here before where I had that sunrise, sunset, fiddler on the roof one. But also, I don't have that one anymore. But now when my... I'm just kind of, it used to happen in the shower a lot, but like if I'm just kind of like, I forgot what Allison said, because she has the Jefferson Starship song where she's just kind of, she's doing nothing and just song pops into her head and mine is. pops into my head all the time i have not watched that show in million years but for some reason that song pops into my head all of the time do you have an earworm uh i do it's not a it's not like a it's never the same song it's just whatever stupid song i've heard that got stuck in my head hmm yeah i don't know but if you ever catch me just singing the same song over and over uh don't don't uh, hesitate to tell me to lights down, chorus boy. <laughs> I won't. I'll say that as much as often as I can to you. But you know what? Everyone who's listening, let us know what's your earworm because I'm I'm curious. Like what just creeps in there, and I don't know why it happens. But uh, yeah, pipe down. Uh, you know, another thing I talked about was becoming an, an adult and becoming an adult late, possibly, and how we we talked a little bit about this about the needing to be gestated a little longer. But it is so weird. I, I'll just a slice of life is my neighborhood. Let's give you an example. And I have eight houses on my street, and one, two, three, four of them had have adult children living at home still. Uh, over 30. So I do wonder what is this new trend? Is it too expensive? Is this happening across the country? Is this just a thing? I, d- I don't know. It's But are people just not growing up? What's the what's the scoop? I couldn't wait to get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's going on everywhere, I think. But it's partly everything's more expensive. And then also I think it's like this new generation of parent mm, where... Yep. Uh, it's not like, you know, you turn 18, get a job or get out of the house. It's like, yeah, you know, we're we're a big happy family and you can hang out as long as you want. It's more like we're best friends. Why don't you grow as many pot plants as you want? I'm not. Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> bring random women over and have sex with them next door to your parents. That's cool. Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't. I could not wait. I was just like, I can't wait to have my own apartment, have pay for my own stuff. I wanted to be an adult. And by the way, I'm still not one, but <laughs> somehow I am tripping uh, my way through adulthood. <laughs> you wanted to pay for your own stuff. You're like, I'm, I'm sick of these uh, five finger discounts, man. <laughs> okay. Well, let's not be, re- let's be reasonable here. I still stole a lot, but I... But I paid for a lot of things when I was a kid anyways. I started paying for my mom, like for my mom's mortgage when I was, I don't know, 16 or 17. I just signed over my paychecks to her and I had a couple of jobs by the time I was 16. That's just, but I liked it. I never asked my mom for anything and I couldn't wait to make my own money and do my own thing. And, you know, being a stay-at-home mom and like being a housewife, I it is hard to be needy on somebody for money. It's kind of like an awkward situation. But we are a team to just do a job, you know, do our jobs. But I've been able to also be fortunate enough to find things to do to make money from home. You know, being a, <laughs> a call girl and whatnot. No, <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean. So it's just I, I always want to have my own. I don't want to show up somewhere and not be able to pay. <laughs> this is my thing. Uh. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, 
that was another tangent. So pregnancy dreams. I loved this visual of Allison's pregnancy dream and alphabet soup. And I think that Jay Inslee needs to do some sort of a meme for this. Just an alphabet soup of all that maybe all the different people's heads floating in it that are a part of ARIYMBF or something. I'm sure he would come up with something, maybe even just the letters. But I just thought that that was a really fun visual. <laughs> Not the fact that she was going to give birth to alphabet soup, though. <laughs> Uh, this does not ring a bell, okay. but I'm going to take your word for it that it was in the show <laughs> and not a fever dream. <laughs> oh, I just want to let you know I'm pregnant. No. Uh, also, I I remember the, I had so many weird pregnancy dreams and I can't remember any specifically except for one. And that was I was went to have the baby and I gave birth to like lunch bags, <laughs> like paper lunch bags. And that was, and the baby was in that. <laughs> so sack lunch, right back to it. Going right back to that. Always back to that. Uh, I was curious what you thought about their segments. They have highs and lows. They have you rang. And one of them that they didn't have in this one, but they have now is shout outs, which is different than our shout outs. Uh, but what did you, what do you think about the segments? I think the segments were okay uh, from what it might have been in the Facebook group. People were saying a lot of uh, parenting shows have a similar mm. segment where they talk about their good parenting moments and bad moments or whatever. Um, I believe that Laura Broder's uh, show, Hey Mama podcast, uh, also has a similar, I think it's like you got this and you don't got this. Mm. Uh, moments of the week or whatever um the oh also the highs and lows the little jingle that they play when like the cello part comes in it fucking startles me every time (laughs) that's a jmo uh but it'll uh, get red and then what was (laughs) (laughs) what was the other one the other not shout Uh, out you rang Oh, you rang. Uh, I, you know, I don't think they need the jingle, but uh, it's fun, I guess. I like the segment and I don't love the, the jingle. But to me, is it like the Adams Family or the that? Or is it like something else that I'm not getting? Yeah, I, I don't know. But it's, it's, it's a little odd for some reason. Um, it doesn't... Uh flow into my ears i think it better would be just a phone ringing possibly but not too long because that's stressful (laughs) just one little ring and then i do like that she's including and being interactive with the audience because that is what made me love her show so much is to feel like you're part of the show and you, you know it i think that's cool to hear those you know like we got to hear trace and demian and kara who's gonna be on the show next week but uh, yeah, so I, I do like that part a lot. Yeah, the I forgot about that part. The interaction is really cool and hearing them uh, answer people's questions is uh, it's probably my favorite part of the show. And it always brings out interesting topics, not only the highs and lows, that the actual highs and lows, but the topics that come up. Uh, her Allison's high was the pregnancy orgasm, which I've never experienced, but that led into wet dream talk, which I wanted to ask you if you ever had one. and listeners out there Um, you had a wet dream let me know (laughs) (laughs) i had one once and i was like 
probably like 21 or 23-ish years old. Oh, it wow. was like, you would assume it's like a puberty-only thing. But uh, no, that's not when I had mine. But I will say that it was pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's nothing more, and I know a lot of women are going to disagree with me, but uh, nothing more of a turn off than morning wood because it's not about me. <laughs> Uh, but, <laughs> but you know who has described the most disgusting wet dream that I've ever heard be described? And you've heard it, I'm sure, because you listen to Doughboys. But Nick Weiger saying he had a voluminous oh. wet dream. <laughs> like, my <laughs> So gross. Voluminous. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, that show that is very disturbing. It, yeah. Yeah. I th- but I thought you were going to say it was Greg Fitzsimmons because he sounds like a real creep. Oh, totally. I think we would have really gotten along back in the day if we knew each other. Uh, also, he talked, uh, Greg talked about his kids liking getting into Seinfeld. And that was, it's fun because I know how much to hear someone like Greg that likes the show and say it is so iconic and every single episode is something. Even the very first episode, I know the first like couple are a little like, okay, we get it. We need to watch more. They're not the best, but every single episode has a little something that whether it's something that comes up in my daily life or something that you forget, like every single episode has something and that it was just such a perfect show. Yeah. The first four are pretty weird and they, they're not the same as the rest of the shows, but they, but like, yeah, they all have something in it that, is like just great Mm -hmm. and i i recently watched a simpsons episode and i forget which one it was but it was like i think it was from season four like this was like their golden age and i watched it and i was like that episode was nothing like if i if you never like if that wasn't included in the season if it never aired no one would miss it but you can't say that about seinfeld like there's always something right and it's uh, it, it, the rewatchability is high. It doesn't get boring. You can watch it again and it stands the test of time. It's just so far, at least. I mean, it's not that old, but still, it's just, it's such a great show. Let's talk more about Seinfeld. All right. This is the new Seinfeld <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, yeah. So they also talked about, they. well, I don't know if this is maybe the low. I don't remember how they got on to- onto this topic, but Greg was talking about his dog that has bit somebody maybe more than once. And I'm wondering what you would do if you had a dog that bit somebody. Like what would you, I I just can't, I don't know what he did seems a little bit different than what most people should do. Doesn't seem very responsible, but what would you do? Well, obviously I would have him put down and by him, I mean the person that was bit because (laughs) who the fuck sues their friend slash neighbor because a dog bit them. I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, it's the only reason why I feel like I need to move my beehive is because I'm afraid that my neighbors are so greasy that they would do something like that, that they would sue or make something up or whatever, just because they're that low of people. But yeah, to sue someone over that, it's like, maybe but maybe they think Greg's rich or I don't know. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Uh, but, um, hmm. well, when I... When I went to uh, Allison's house, uh, Wendy <laughs> was like jumping all over me and like pawing at the back of my legs. But like at no point was I like worried about it. Like if she had like a fucking Rottweiler or something, then maybe I'd be a little freaked out. But I think like if you get especially bit- if you're trying on new lenses. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not I shop, can't believe dog bite. <laughs> bang bang, not woof woof. <laughs> so it's the woof fact- woof, not bang bang. <laughs> Damn it! Well, I just lost the trivia contest. Uh, I think the fact that you've been to her house and even had Wendy pawing at you at all, everyone's gonna be pretty jealous of that. Well, if uh, if you want to be jealous, go back and listen to the episode we did <laughs> after because I talk about how Wendy licked my arms clean. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that. I need to go back and listen to the episode that you were on because I loved that you came there with questions. I don't... What episode was it? So people can go back and listen. Oh. Uh, you know? You don't have it tattooed it, on you? Come on. I know what it's called. It's called... Oh, shit. It's called Brecky Champers and something. Yes. And it aired, I want to say, May or June of 2016. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we started on SoundCloud. That's the other thing. May of 2016 is when we first started when you and I, well, when I think it was when I took it over, basically. And that was, I think, the last episode before I, I was editing or we were doing our own thing <laughs> um but yeah so it was may i think weird okay i had written that down because i don't know why anyway yeah that was cool that was uh pretty lucky for you uh yeah it was uh truly the greatest day of my life oh it's called champers brecky and al's grammy win god and you got to be there with all those people too but greg heller was not there right uh no, he avoided me up until <laughs> Podfest. He was he was ducking me. My gosh, that Podfest was the best. That was just like at the pinnacle of the Thursday group before we knew they were all moving on <laughs> and everybody was there. That was so cool. That was such a great experience. Okay. Uh Greg also talked about selling stuff on Craigslist or whatever and obviously I've shared my experiences with my recent one with eBay and then I've had some other ones with Craigslist and I just don't understand why people feel so entitled and like they own you. Like, first of all, they're going to like either tell you you're crazy for a price or they're going to try and like completely rip you off or you're at the mercy of them where they say they'll be there and then you change your whole life around. And I can't believe that (laughs) Greg would change his whole life around for $40 for a $40 chair. I'd be like, yeah, it's out front. (laughs) Go ahead and take it not gonna wait in traffic and not go to the gym and change my whole life around for it i mean it's just crazy what we go through just to sell our shit yeah and the the worst thing that i i get is like well obviously that people always try to lowball you but then someone will be like would you take some weed for it and it's like buddy i live in colorado (laughs) too i'm not hurting for weed and do i want someone who wants to trade weed to come to my house and by the way, the one that's pushy, that wants something, is like, I don't want to meet you now. You're fucking suck the life out of me. Now I'd rather just burn whatever it is and send you a video of it. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing used to happen at garage sales where people try and like totally rip you off. And I almost just want to break it right in front of their face and say, nope. <laughs> but I always just bend over instead and just say, go ahead. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> you know, when they... When when I get lowballed like that, I say, what, what, you think I care about money? Look, look, here's a dollar. <laughs> I rip it up in their face. <sighs> it could always be turned right back into Seinfeld, always. All right, anything else for Monday before we move on? 
Definitely not. Cool. So our book club still, we're going to plan it. I know people are so jazzed about me talking about it every single time, but uh, we will be doing it next month and uh, we have a spot open. So join us. Also, the group recording at my house, our annual group recording for our 150th episode will be March 9th, 10th and 11th. We'll do some fun Allison stuff. Little Rafi's going to go pour a 40 in LA on some sidewalk. (laughs) But join us. You can come stay at my house. We'll probably watch some Allison related movie or something. Maybe we'll watch that thing you do this time because that's uh, me related. (laughs) Stupid. Uh, I thought there was another movie we were going to watch. Yeah. What was it? I can't remember. Damn it. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I can't wait. And if everything goes as planned, uh, I will be leaving California and heading straight to Australia, mate. <laughs> you can visit Kara and you can visit the guy that called in to the first episode of Childish who did not have an accent. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll be <laughs> just like him. I'll be in Australia and no accent. Who knows what my deal is, man? I'd like to know. What? Uh, yeah, so join us. Join me if you want to come over to my house and have a lot of Allison-related fun. Come on over. So, Thursday, we were her little fruitcakes without the fucking green things in them, sent in by Ray Morgan, which we got a little uh, preview, of, or what, we went back in time? I don't know what it was, but last week, Allison's like, didn't we already do fruitcake after they had the snack chat of it, but... All of us thought, okay, so that must be the next episode that we have not heard yet. And uh, way to go, Ray Morgan, for getting that that one in there. Uh, again, I've never had a fruitcake and uh, no plans on eating it. Okay, so at our next group recording, we will have fruitcake with extra green things in it. And by the way, yes, the red ones are dyed because cherries, cherries are gray when they're cooked. So they dye those red and the green ones are dyed green. Obviously, but when we, when Brittany and I went to Musso and Frank's, they had green maraschino cherries in their drinks. And I was like, this place is special. Not just because Colonel Jeff has been there. Just because it's an antiquity located in (laughs) Los Angeles. (laughs) Any antiquities that are in Hollywood, I will bend over backwards to join in. What am I talking about? This doesn't even fucking make sense. You you told me that you got engaged at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, right? Yeah. No, that was some other loser. <laughs> that was some other person that likes old shit. Yeah, there's... Uh, that, it that, was that, next uh, to uh, Jane Mans- Mansfield's epitaph, and it was in between hers and Virgi- Virginia Rappe. Uh, her... <laughs> shut up! Her... her <laughs> grave. Uh, she was the one that famously supposedly was killed by fatty arbuckle uh being effed with a champagne bottle so uh yeah oh jesus it was Uh, supposed to be over by douglas fairbanks but they were filming something that day something (laughs) happy birthday to me okay but yeah old shit that's me i'm just one uh, big old shit well, I was just going to say, like, if you were a character in a book, oh, that God. is where you would be getting engaged. Like, it, that just fits your personality. 
because it's clip. old shit and dead shit <laughs> because it's like kind of gothic and old <laughs> yeah it's just everything it's like about morbid screams hollywood forever cemetery well it sucks because like i used to hang out in cemeteries a lot but there wasn't that reason it was just very peaceful i like to be around dead people they don't fuck with you all right my dad once I, ate, I almost said ate my biscuit no my dad once sent me a fruitcake for christmas <laughs> And it was in the shape of Texas, because that's where he lives. And it had, like, one, gr- just the red cherry, right, like, for the capital. <laughs> Imagine a Texas-shaped fruitcake. I'm sure the shop he got it from, they're, like, that's, like, their specialty. Oh, yeah. He was like, I'm going to spoil my daughter this year and send her a Texas-shaped fruitcake. I thought it was so cool, though, but I didn't eat it because one of my friends punched it. I'm like, you know, that's from my dad. <laughs> so maybe, like, dial it down a little, guy. Yeah, what's next? You're going to punch a cat, you sick fuck? <laughs> punch cats, punch little girls. What's next? Oh, that's just my neighborhood. Okay. So David was talking about feeling shitty this time of year, and I always try... I always think I'm going to avoid it, but it is just that time of year where there's so much happiness and fun, but then like so much high reminders of shit. I think, I don't know. I think it's because it's either you have to go hang out with your family you don't like, or you don't hang out with them anymore and you just have reminders of family and that kind of shit, or that it's going to be a new year and you're still in the same goddamn place you were the year before. Like, I don't know what it is. But uh, also, Renee was talking about wolf watching in Colorado. So maybe you will uh, stumble upon one Renee Colvert. Uh, You know, what's funny is that uh, now I drive to New Mexico at least once a week uh, at work. And I pass pass by the billboard for the wolf tours. And I always thought, no one goes on those, right? (laughs) I I always pass the... I mean, I Renee goes ask- to Idlewild to visit dog mayors. So, I mean, some <laughs> some people do things that are off the beaten path. Uh, and I pass by the sign that says Cheyenne uh, whatever zoo, but I've never gone to that one. I've only gone to the Denver Zoo because that's where I live. But uh, yeah, I mean, I should just go to these things and maybe I'll run into her. She's uh, clearly my kind of woman. Yeah, because she's from your neck of the woods and she's yeah she wears neon and she has low standards clearly <laughs> judging by the men she's dated before she's stuck in 1992 sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> just kidding uh, i'm sure she has uh, high standards and i've never seen her wear neon but she wears a colorado shirt which is almost as bad yeah well but i mean i think she doesn't live there anymore so she just feels it's like getting a fruitcake from texas it's kind of like you know feeling my roots a little bit even though i wasn't born there but i i liked texas for a while when i lived there i would wear a texas shirt don't mess with me though (laughs) (laughs) oh this show is fun so uh david was talking about zip lining and they were everybody was going around talking about if they would go do this or not have you done this and would you do zip lining or skydiving or ice skating i have never zip lined i would love to do it I have never bungee jumped or or skydived, but I would love to. We were set to go skydiving, and then the place that we like <laughs> were were going to 
a bird hit their plane. Oh, so they were what? like at a commission for a little bit, and then we just never did it again. But uh, I definitely want to, and I wouldn't do the static line thing just because that seems much lamer. Uh, what about like I rock mentioned climbing? before, <laughs> the the thing with Allison's friend dying, like oh. I was thinking, should I do it? But it feels like, yeah, who cares? Well, okay. Well, first of all, I, w- I wanted to mention rock climbing because I was wondering if you made tuna sandwiches and peanut butter sandwiches for you and Tony to go on your rock climbing for hunky Tony. But uh, uh, no, I've <laughs> never gone rock climbing. That is something that that's some Colorado uh, shit right there. That is Colorado shit, but it's that's not something I would do because you have to be like in shape. Hmm. Yeah, that's something I would do. Obviously, <laughs> I have the physique of a, of a rock climber. <laughs> Okay, uh, so getting back to Allison's friend who died skydiving, dying doing what she loved. I'm wondering, what do you think about dying doing what you love? I mean, what? Oh my god! Like, what's this... your yes? <laughs> okay, so there is. So when you were talking about the highest peak in Colorado or something, yeah, or the the highest road, or I forget what you were saying. I think what you were highest thinking peak. of is Pikes Peak. Uh, that sounds about right. Uh, Well, so anyway, every year there's this rally called the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb. And look it up on YouTube if you don't know what I'm talking about because it's fucking amazing. And so rally racing is my favorite motorsport. I used to watch a lot of it when I was like in middle school, high school. Uh, I've fallen out of the loop though, but that is my favorite type of motorsport. And my goal is to rally race one day. But I always say, if like I make it to like 70, 80 years old, I'm just going to start rally racing. Like I'm Ooh, just going to retire yes. and rally race because they drive like up these like crazy mountain roads and they're like flying like at 100 miles an hour. Oh There's gosh. no no like barriers, no safety. So my goal on my bucket list is to roll a rally car and hopefully that is how I die. Okay, so you think that this theory is something like when everyone says, well, they just died doing what they love. Do you think in the moment people are like, well, I'm going, but it's what I love. So yay. Or is it just more of an oh shit and you're, do- and you're gone. But you feel like you ha- would have lived a life if you died doing what you love. Yeah, I don't think you're like, you're like, yes, I did <laughs> it. Like as you're plummeting off of a mountain. But I think you do still feel the same thing like, oh, fuck, but... But in the grand scheme of things, like you could you could just die, like he said, in a car crash on the 101. You could just die in your sleep. You could just it could be at any time. So it might as well be, uh, you know, might as well go out in a big flaming wreckage. I I hope you go out in a big flaming anything. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Rafi's coming out. Okay. Um. (laughs) didn't i say fruity cake last week (laughs) oh boy i don't know all right i'll edit that out so jeff's hard out um disappointed that he keeps leaving i do want to know what he's doing obviously he's got some other job maybe allison doesn't pay him as much as this other job i don't know what it is but i liked the conversation when they announced that he had gone he should at least say goodbye though don't you think uh, you know, I thought when I heard uh, Jeff wasn't there because he had a heart out that it would rip your heart out. 
Yeah, I'm going to kill myself. Uh, no. <laughs> well, at least um, you died doing what you love, making fun of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was bummed he wasn't there, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we didn't get any more drops after that, uh, so I was a little bummed. Uh, yeah, he should say goodbye. He should say goodbye. We, we miss you, Jeff. With a couple of nice drops. And, but I did like David saying, they all said, oh, let's talk about Jeff now. And David, David said, oh, he's so good looking. And I'm like, uh-huh. And then Renee mentioned that she doesn't have a drop yet. And I, I never noticed that. And the fact that she does makes me sad that she doesn't have one. I feel like I've heard at least one. Really? But I maybe I'm wrong. One now. So this sort of led hmm. to the conversation of New Year's resolutions. And since we don't have any JMOs, we're going to do our own. But first... Let's talk about their resolutions. Renee wants to get a drop. Now, I'm thinking we need to curate one for her. So we maybe all send her suggestions of things to just start saying <laughs> to try and get her a drop. What, do you have any suggestions? Um, do you think? Why do you hmm. think she doesn't have a drop, though? I mean... Uh, that's why I find it strange. Like, yeah. I never I noticed. Like she must have said something. Uh. I don't know. I feel like the other people do more of the talking. She is more like of a like a sidekick kind of right. person when she's on the show. She kind of plays the back. Like the agreeable, but, like, oh, I agree with you or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but if we have some suggestions, I, I don't know how naturally they're going to be coming out of her mouth. But, but that would be even better, right? We go just, for it. Let's put words into Renee's mouth to get her a drop and i want everyone out there to make suggestions and let's just make this a thing we need a campaign to get her new new year's resolution resolved resoluted maybe i was <laughs> okay with the first one but yeah poor renee doesn't have a drop i feel bad hmm. maybe i should go back and listen to her uh all the episodes she's been on and dig up a few for old colonel jeff you think jeff doesn't like her what's the scope yeah, maybe he's ignoring her, not giving her drops. He's like trying to neg her in that way. Oh, right. Because he secretly is in love with her. Mm, he likes Allie. Let's be real. He wants someone that's going to rip his heart out and step on it. Yeah, and also uh, Renee likes dogs. Mm. Oh, uh-huh. It's a classic cat versus dog. This is what it is. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, so David's uh, last year was to not try at all, which is an interesting, I remember talking about this last year and, uh, then they talked about compromising yourself for work, which a lot of their talk was all about showbiz stuff, which people listening aren't going to really relate probably because I think, haven't we all compromised ourselves for work, but it's not going to be on any Wikipedia page or it's not going to follow us around. It's like, it's just, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do to pay your bills. Uh, yeah, I don't remember talking about this resolution of his, but yeah, we can all try less. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's possible. Uh, for me, I'm saying, uh, Daniel is going to try and be less sexy and, but then he, of course, that was his joke, but then he talked about fitness and diet and I know that's mine every fucking year and we I, did we talk about this before we were recording about less drinking and stuff? Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. I I think that all of these things are something to look forward to. And my problem is is getting depressed, and then like I go right back to all my comfort zones, and I just need to like change my habits. But um, 
But also when you have a kid, you do you do start thinking about your health more and being a, a good role model and being healthy for your and alive <laughs> for your kids is uh, important because it's not just yourself anymore. Allison wants to be less anxious with her second child, which I think, I think so far, I feel like she totally has been, but I think she will because I I feel like I don't know I've ever met any, if I've ever met anyone that's had a second child that's still like super anxious when you have your first kid, you don't know what you're doing. There's so much that's new and this new kid's going to come out and she's going to be like, I can expect this, that it's not going to last forever. There's an end in sight. This is going to suck for a little while. This is whatever. And you're a little less crazy about things. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you tell me how, uh, how was it after having your second child? It was so much less stressful. I was so, and you wonder, like everyone says the firstborn is the most maybe neurotic because probably they're playing off of the new parents and, and that's possible. But I know with the second, it was just like, I was so much more relaxed about things. Just, you know, not having to have everything uh, the whole environment sterile and being crazy about little things just kind of enjoying it more and knowing that the hard times will pass quicker than you think and then they get older and then you're like oh here they all are again (laughs) (laughs) teenagers fun (laughs) so what are your new year's resolutions okay so i I just thought of one right now, as you just said that, that I wasn't thinking about before, but I would like to be more true to myself as far as speaking up about things that bother me and not letting it fester and go and being more, I don't know, more of an adult, more, not confrontational, but more speaking up for myself. I don't want to be this doormatty, quiet person that you guys probably don't think I am because I just blah everything out every single week, but I keep it all inside and and I don't like doing that. But my other thing is I do want to be more healthy. After we went to the big adventure fest and I saw pictures of myself, I was fucking horrified. I think I'm fucking disgusting. And that's the other thing. I don't want to think that I'm disgusting either. I want to have a better view of myself, but also I just want to be healthier and I want to change habits and less drinking less you know i still want to have fun but i don't it doesn't need to be every day (laughs) and uh exercising more i'm going to join the gym again and just kind of learn how to meditate just do things to help my brain and my body uh don't when you go back to the gym uh don't forget to wipe down (laughs) those machines um (laughs) well jimmy really likes Uh, me and my my unitard (laughs) Also, don't I won't forget to not pee in the shower, but that's another. So what are your New Year's resolutions? Uh, so every year I, you know, it's funny that I don't think of them as resolutions, but every year I come up with some silly thing that I can do for the year and uh, challenge myself to do it. Uh, this year was wear all black and to read a book a month. Uh, I am about... 40 pages into my last book so i've got to get a move on but um for next year i've been thinking i was kind of between two one of them was to do like a meatless monday just like a day where i eat nothing like pretty much vegan because i don't really give a shit about cheese or milk or anything so i could just do vegan 
uh, for a day a week. That would be that would be tough for me, though. Oh, is wow. the problem. Okay. Um, and the other one that I thought of was listening to the Rolling Stone 500 greatest albums of all time. And, but like I was talking to Megan and she's like, yeah, that that's like pretty easy to do. Like you could do both. And like this year I'm technically doing two things. So yeah, why not? Uh, I I don't know uh, if this will be doable, but uh, as of now, these are the things I'm I'm gonna try to do. And like we mentioned, I'm just gonna try to like cut back on my drinking because, like Daniel, I feel like I'm getting out of shape. And I was I had a good run where I was working out like at least five times a week. Wow. I want to get back to that um, because because of my job. Like it, it sucks. I want to be in good shape so I can be better at work, but going to work makes me too tired to work out when I get home. So it's uh it's a real catch 22. It's a, what, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. <laughs> but who is the hen sleeping with? <laughs> That's perverse. <sighs> I agree. And I think I, I want to be that person where I don't always want to be the person where you're on a trip and you will have to go jog or something, but I do kind of want to be that person. I want it to be, instead of going to grab a drink, I want to say, I need to go for a walk or I want to go for a run to like, just get your mind clear and try and use that as something that I look forward to and not just whatever. When I do exercise, I love it. So I just need to make time for it. And I've already decided when I'm going to do it. So this is just going to be, I think it'll be easy just to get back into it. And yeah, I need a transformation is what needs to happen. Time of being a dud. So <laughs> we we, uh, we all have things we want to work on and hopefully we can stick to it. Agreed. All right. Everybody out there needs to let us know what are your resolutions and we will bring them up every year. So we'll see. We'll, we'll keep you, we'll make you accountable. <laughs> no. But I think it'd be fun to have a group of people to kind of like, you know, hey, get up off your ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, it, also in the new year, I'd like to have more people on the show. Honestly, I know we've it's been hard for us to allow that because of our schedules. But uh, I think I'd like to have more people on the show and get back to the way it used to be and including everybody. So if you would like to do that, email BFFancast at gmail.com because it's a new year and you guys need to be on. And follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at JMOs and BFFs. Also on Instagram. Thank you for playing that clip last uh, week, little Rafi, of Gracie because I got bruised by Don to follow me on Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, uh, what did I do? <laughs> uh, yeah, I forget. Um, yeah, no, that clip is fucking gold, Lisa. <laughs> so you don't know what you're missing out on until you follow me over there. Uh, where can we find you, little Rafi? You can find me uh nowhere Ooh, nowhere man i love that song uh <laughs> bffs happy new year you're the best thank you and good night when it's exactly 12 o'clock tonight welcoming in the new And we'll have
On New 